Welcome to the Humanity Matters broadcast. I'm Dr. Philip Fletcher, your host, where we discuss and reflect on theology, philosophy, nonprofit leadership, and social justice. This is the podcast where we wrestle with the important question, what does it mean to be human? How y'all doing? Can y'all hear me? Yeah? All right. Well, uh, thank you for allowing me to come and uh, speak to you today. My name is Dr. Philip Fletcher. I'm the founder and executive director for uh, the City of Hope Outreach. We are a nonprofit here in Conway, Arkansas, and our mission is to provoke hope in a holistic manner to individuals and communities uh, for the glory of God. And what we do is we focus on education, housing, and community development. Uh, it's been open for 11 years when I moved here. Dang, you can't hear me. Man, already. I'll speak up. All right, because I'm going to move around eventually. All right. So what I want to talk to you about today. You good? All right. So I want to talk about you. You men and women who are doing a very important work. I want to talk about heroes and heroines. Now, there are stories, there are movies about heroines. Men and women who do amazing, extraordinary feats for others. That these men and women lay themselves on the line, that they answer a call because suffering is happening in their world. Suffering is happening in their universe. There is some form (laughs) of injustice that they have recognized that they are experiencing. Thank you. In which they are seeking to respond to. And these men and women are fictional. They don't exist. These men and women are on a screen. We pay money to go see them, and then we walk out. They're in a book. We read about them, and we walk out. But there are other heroes and heroines. These persons, and I went to your Facebook page, and I found these heroes, these heroines, men and women on a daily basis, who are doing something outstanding, who are doing something fabulous, that they are responding to a call Because you hear suffering, that you hear cries, that you hear about injustice. And so who I want to talk to today is those heroes and heroines, these men and women that work in this organization because you are here for a purpose. And so the first thing I want you to understand is this, is that you are unique and unrepeatable. Say that with me. I am unique unique, and I am unrepeatable. unrepeatable. Say it again. I am unique unique, and I am unrepeatable. unrepeatable. And what I mean is this, is that for each and every one of you that are in this room today, each and every one of you that are in this organization, CAPCA, each and every one of you who do whatever job from being the executive director on down to the person that has to empty the trash, 
that each and every one of you matter in this organization and you matter to the people that walk into your doors on a daily basis. Why? Because you are unique and unrepeatable. So when you wake up in the morning, before you brush your teeth, before you get dressed, when you look in that mirror, you say that when I walk out this door, I am going to make a difference. Why? Why? Because you are heroes and heritage. Why? Because you have a superpower. Captain America has superpowers. Wonder Woman has superpowers. Black Panther, Superman, all of them have some type of superpower, but those Persons that walk in their world are ordinary people, and you are ordinary people too, but you have superpowers. Why? Because you're unique and unrepeatable, but you're unique and you're unrepeatable for this express purpose because you were created masterfully. You were designed masterfully. Each and every one of you in here, the reason that you are unique and unrepeatable is because you have been shaped. You have been given creativity. You have been given imagination. You have been given intelligence. You have been given a heart that has been able to beat and respond to not only hopes and joys and dreams, but you have the heart, you have the capacity also to respond and be compassionate. And you are made this way because there is suffering out there. You chose to be in captive. Nobody forced you to apply to that job. And if you're here, you chose to stay here still. Because at any moment, if you want to, you can walk out that door right now. But you are choosing Just like every hero in these movies and the comic books, they are choosing to say, I'm going to sacrifice my time. I'm going to sacrifice my treasure so that I can do something for somebody else. You are unique. You are unrepeatable. What you do matters. And so there is suffering. Period. That man that comes in and he's wondering how he's going to pay his Conway court bill. That single mother who is trying to work, but she needs someone to educate her child so she can get him or her enrolled in that Head Start program on Robbins. That person has got an empty cabin and they got to come to your pantry and get some food. That homeless person that is in need of service. Each and every one of those persons are experiencing some type of individual or systemic injustice. And you are the person that they have come to. You are the person that they have come to to say, can you answer my cry? And so whether you're the executive director or the janitor, each and every one of you Individually, and each and every one of you collectively can make a difference. And so embrace matters. Why does embrace matter? Because suffering causes alienation. Suffering says, I'm going to put you off into a corner. 
Suffering says nobody's probably paying attention to what is going on in my life. Suffering can cause you to say, is anybody see me? And so, why is embrace important? Can you come here, please? Yes, ma'am. Yes. What's your name? Kelly Throckmorton. Kelly Philip Fletcher. Nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet you. Why does embrace matter? Because with suffering, suffering puts me off or her off in that position. Sorry. I just have a problem working with microphones because I need my hands. With Miss Throckmorton, suffering puts her off in her own place. Suffering creates loneliness. Suffering creates despair. Suffering creates all of these things where we feel as if, am I someone who matters? And with Miss Throckmorton, whether in a verbal cry or whether in some type of response where she says, will you help me? She is asking at the very foundational level, do you see me? Look past what I look like. Look past how much money I have. Look past whether I have my ID and my birth certificate and all these other documents that I got to bring. Do you see me? And so what do heroes do? Heroes run and they see somebody in their suffering, they say, I will embrace you. <laughs> Heroes in heroines say that in your suffering, in your difficulty, just turn with me. In your despair, that I'm going to come off of my horse of comfort. I'm going to enter into your Jericho Road. I'm going to see you that's been robbed of your economics. You've been robbed of your family. You have been robbed of your comfort. You may be about to be robbed of your house. And I'm going to get off my horse on this dangerous road. And I'm going to enter my suffering with you. And that as you suffer, I'm going to suffer with you. But the only way I'm going to be able to suffer with you is that I might have to embrace you. That I'm going to have to look at you as not just a woman, not just a woman in despair, but as a beautiful human being. And this is what the power of heroes and heroines are. They look beyond all of that stuff, and they say, I'm going to enter in. Why? Because you matter. And because you're a human being, and this is what each and every one of you do on a daily basis. Why do I say that? So I have this perspective. I'm in a church, so I'm going to go ahead and say it. I have this perspective about God, the supreme personal God. And this supreme personal God, he didn't just walk 
into suffering. He saw humanity. He saw us, and he ran, and he said, I'm going to embrace you in your suffering. And so whether you are a believer or not, Christian or not, religious or not, the fact of the matter is is that each and every one of us have been created unique and unrepeatable to bring about something unique and unrepeatable to be compassionate in such a way that, Miss Strockmorton, you will never forget it and that only I could do it. You can't do it. Only I can do it. But the way you offer compassion is going to be different than the way she does it. But imagine when all of you come together as CAPTA and offer this unique and unrepeatable experience, how you change Conway in central Arkansas. So you're not in this alone. You are in this together as a team. And so not only embrace the people, you can sit down. Thanks. <laughs> that come through your doors, that are looking for utility assistance and food and Head Start support and all the other programs that you offer. But remember to embrace one another. Look at the men and the women that are around your table. They are unique and unrepeatable human beings. Do not forget to embrace one another because you're going to need one another. The lady just spoke about it before me. You're going to get tired. You're going to get worn out. You're going to experience compassion fatigue. And so who is it in my place is going to be my hero? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the work that we do. Businesses don't do it. Government doesn't do it. We do it. On a daily basis, we are in the midst of this suffering on these Jericho roads, seeing these bodies all throughout the road, and we got to get off our horse and say, I am going to help him or her. So embrace one another. Why? So have an imagination with me. What kind of people will we be? What kind of people will Katka be? Can and will CAPCA be an organization that lives out what it means to be a hero and to be compassionate? Can CAPCA be a group of people who live out what it means to answer and respond to injustices? Whether you got to make a spreadsheet, empty the trash, Pick up some throw up from a baby or a child who's thrown up at the school. What kind of people will we be? Because they're going to come, am I correct? In this day and age right now of uncertainty and, and people feeling they don't know what's going on, people are looking for heroes. They're not going to jump off the screen. 
they're not going to come up out of that comic book. They're going to see flesh and blood. You. 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 Like, what you do matters. It's not about the paycheck. It's not about your evaluations or anything like that. What you do matters. Why? Because there are people out there who are like this song by Sam Cooke. There have been times that I thought I couldn't last long. But now I think I'm able to carry on. It's been a long, a long time coming. But I know a change is going to come. Oh, yes, it is will. And so just imagine there are some people that come to your door, they're at their wits end, they don't know where they're going to turn, they've gone to the church, they're out of money, they've gone there, they're out of money. Someone told me to come to Capcom, i got to be here at this time, and I just barely made it there to get in the line so I can get some assistance. And they feel as if I've got to the end of my rope. Has anybody ever felt like that before? Anybody? And on their inside, Sam Cooke is saying, they're saying this, I didn't think I could last long, but now I think I'm able to carry on. Why? Because he got help. Somebody saw his situation. Somebody responded to him, and now he's able to say, you know what? Change is going to come. Because I went to Kapka and someone listened to me, Somebody probably cried with me or held my hand, acknowledged my existence. Change is going to come. Change is going to come. Those men and women and children that knock on your door and they come and sit and it is wringing their hands. And I just don't think I'm going to make it. And you say, baby, it's going to be OK. We're here to help. We're going to do what we can. And they can walk out of that place and say, change is going to come. And who did that? It's because you answered the call. You heard the cry. You were like those heroes in the movies and the comic books. And you said, I'm going to throw on my cape. I'm going to pull open my shirt, reveal my cool costume, and I'm coming to help. And they can say, change is going to come. And so four things, and I'll be quiet. You have the power to be transformative, not only in the lives of individuals, but in society as well. The acts you take to be compassionate, the acts that you take to help somebody, the acts that you take to listen to somebody, the act that you take ultimately to acknowledge somebody's existence, that is transformative. What's your name? Miss James. James, what's your first name? Miss Henrietta. Miss Henrietta. Miss Henrietta. Henrietta, you're amazing. I don't know you. But the fact that you're here. She's amazing. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're remarkable. Outstanding. A listener. Whatever you are and how you are created uniquely. Miss Henrietta means to saying her name. I don't care what she does. I don't care where she is in your organization. 
Miss Henrietta is amazing. Before anything and after anything else, she is amazing. And whoever you help and however you help and capture that individual, regardless of their situation or their condition, they are amazing. Look past all of the other stuff and see them and acknowledge them. Because when I say your name, it says you exist and that you matter. I can't transform what I don't think exists. I won't transform the person I don't think that matters. I transform people. You transform people because they matter. And in fact, you're able to see a little bit of yourself, if you would be honest. Somebody mentioned it as I was walking. You got to be courageous. This is hard work. Some people end up in your office because of decisions that they make. But some people are in our offices because of the system. Because of what different people do and make decisions that are in Little Rock and Washington, D.C. And they are subjected to the system. And so you have to have the courage to confront the system. Solidarity. Ms. Throckmorton, where are you at? Yes. I speak assistant. What's your name? Shanetta. Shanetta. Where you work here, Shanetta? Dumas. Dumas? Oh, you're from Dumas. It's that wide. She's from Dumas. Okay. What do I mean by solidarity? Where are you from? Ball knob. Ball knob. Okay. All right. Conway, Dumas, Bald Knob. I stand in solidarity with them. They matter. They're unique and unrepeatable. They matter. We're from different areas, right? Different environments, different backgrounds, different families. Mm-hmm. Right? Where were you born? I was born in Arkansas, but I Arkansas. spent 30 years all over the world. Okay. Where are you born? Pine Bluff. Pine Bluff. All right. Born in Kentucky. All right. From all over the place, but I stand with them. And because I stand with them, I want to seek their good. Stand in solidarity with one another. Seek one another's good. Embrace one another, but also stand with one another. Solidarity. You guys are from all over the place. Stand with one another. You are friends. You are neighbors. At the end of the day, you are men and women who are tied together and have the same destiny together. And so let's do this together. And then finally, ladies, you can sit down. All right. Have a moral orientation. Martin Luther King said this, that the moral arc of the universe, it bends toward justice. Meaning this is that in life itself is the seed of justice. And that the work that you are doing 
is seeking to rectify some form of injustice. You are participating in something grand, something larger than yourself. And so you are on this road together, not by yourself, to head to something where everything is level. Rough places are made smooth, crooked places are made straight, hills are brought down, valleys are brought up, so that everything is just. And the reason you do this is because you are heroic men and women who have chosen to embrace suffering. And so be transformative, be courageous, stand in solidarity with one another, and participate in this, in this large plan that you would see justice happen in the lives of the men, women, and children that you see on a daily basis. God bless you. This has been Humanity Matters Podcast, discussing and reflecting on theology, philosophy, leadership, and nonprofits. For more information, visit our website, philipfletcher.org, or you can shoot us an email, leave us a comment, email us at humanitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. Like us on YouTube under Humanity Matters. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. If we remember to live in hope, We can do the impossible.